0: Hello, and welcome to the Gaming Fix Podcast, episode 234, on August 7th, 2022. I am your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite cosplay. I'm joined today by Allison. Ooh,
1: so that's a tough one, um, because there is a lot of really fantastic uh, cosplay out there. Uh, So there is one where... See if I can find the picture of it where they did um, Howl's Moving Castle, but like the castle itself. Oh, um, well, that's cool. Like, like there are people who are doing like really big, like physically um, yeah. building one things. There's somebody I saw on TikTok who was building the uh, Guardian from the from Breath of the Wild, and like it has the music cue that it plays. Then like, you just sit outside
0: the, the convention center.
1: And, 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 yeah, you're just like, like it just like, especially with that music, it's like very much like a f- fight mm-hmm. or flight moment because you're like, what is What's happening? So, there's just like some, yeah, some really good art, um, art that's been done with, um, with cosplay. But I, I, I definitely appreciate uh, when people make like large, sure stuff like that.
0: Also joining us today, Pat.
2: I don't know about all time because I'd have to think about it, but recently I saw uh, Willow Creative did a Savathun cosplay. That is oh, wow, fucking wild! It has like moving arms and stuff, or moving wings and stuff. It's it's so cool. I'll put it. I put a link to it into the. Okay, yeah, I want to. I want to arch- see this because that is it's a... really really cool. All right,
0: uh, well uh there you have it Savathoon and how's moving castle cool cosplay i you know i'm always a fan of the stuff i've done so inuyasha for halloween oh my god the savathun cosplay is sick as hell well yes the... oh my god this is wow that's just so much work 3D printing, I I, I don't know if this was 3D, I assume like the face stuff might have been 3D printed, but 3D printing has really uh, changed the game for for, uh, cosplay, just immeasurably. Absolutely wild. Yeah. Uh, But today, I I don't know if there's a a lot of cosplaying you do in the games we have today. Uh, I assume, I don't know, Allison, you probably have a Hatsune Miku game in here. People, I cost, people cosplay as Hatsune Miku all the time. Yeah.
1: Uh huh. Yep.
0: Tell us about Hatsune Miku.
1: Yeah. So basically, if I, uh, I don't mention it, I am still, I play rhythm games pretty much every day um, because I just, I have a couple of um, mobile ones that I, I keep up with on You're a daily basis.
0: still doing that like gotcha game with the JPEGs of the DJ girls.
1: Okay, so when you said you're doing the gotcha game with the JPEGs of anime girls, it's like, yeah, you're gonna have to be more specific.
2: <laughs> yeah, which one, <laughs> Andre?
1: Which one do I do? And the answer is, yeah. Um, I I kind of fell off of that for a little bit, but I I'm back in it. Um, well, because I I ran out of basically ran out of ways to make the free money to do the gotchas, and I'm like, this is annoying. Um, but yeah, no, I still play that pretty much almost daily uh and then i also play um the hatsune miku colorful stage uh mobile game every day so uh that's something that i i i do a lot so yes that is cosplay <laughs> um but also i've been i also recently um rebought for my steam deck uh project diva megamix plus which is the other hatsune big hatsune miku a rhythm game for uh but that's for consoles. So I I bought that and I've been playing that as well. Um there's a lot of songs and there are it there it's it, it's it's one of those um where basically the game is just here here's a rhythm game. You can play the rhythm game. You can also uh dress up the characters and that's it. And a part <laughs> of me kind of wishes there was more of a like I, I don't know, more of a progression, but at the same time it's just kind of like, yep, here's an arcade style rhythm game and do, do you want to play a rhythm game? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I do. Um so that that's fun and I part of me is I I don't think I I don't know if I will. But there's a big part of me that wants to see if I can buy a like dedicated controller for one of these rhythm games um, because that that's where I'm at with my life. Apparently. W- um, what is a dedicated
0: to... m- where, well, project Diva like, mega f- mix controller look well, like? So,
1: so project Diva is like originally like an arcade game and that mega mix is, is it's, is one of the time. Well, I mean, there's been other times where it's been ported to consoles, but the, uh, this is one where it's been ported to recent consoles. Um, so there are, um, basically controllers that you can buy Mm. that are uh, more similar to the actual
0: arcade layout uh,
1: arcade layout. Yeah, exactly. Like there's one, like there's one where since I just, I bought it on on steam after buying it on switch. I'm like, there's a couple of good ones for switch right now, which is, this is fun. Um, But yeah, no, it's, there's where, where the, where it's kind of the larger clickier buttons and, um basically the kind of arcade layout. So it would be nice to be able to to get one of those just because it's uh just to have that kind of arcade experience at home since there aren't any um since there aren't any like round one near me where there's Japanese rhythm games and I'm like that would be nice if there were but yeah. So there so I I've, I've been thinking about doing that so lots of uh fun there but yeah no i i play it, it's it's one of those things where if, if i don't talk about it i i'm still playing these rhythm games pretty much every day so that's uh my little rhythm game update
0: all right update from the rhythm games and also see on here peglin is this like yeah a- is this, like, a, I, I don't got anything that isn't wildly inappropriate to say here. What is <laughs> Peglin?
1: So, uh, imagine uh, Slay the Spire meets Peggle. That's that, That's my little... Uh,
0: Peg
2: oh, the Spire. Cool. <laughs> there you go. Oh, got it. There we are. Okay.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's in Steam Early Access. I saw it for quite a while, but and I was kind of thinking about it and then decided to pick it up. So basically it's a roguelike where the way that you damage um, enemies is based off of a uh, basically the kind of pachinko style uh, or peggle style thing where each um, thing that you hit is going to do more damage to the enemies. And then there are different ways through the various, um, roguelike upgrades that you can do different things like for example can do kind of a multi-ball situation or one that uh is is really weak except for if it hits crits then it's um going to be a extra strong so you have to use that when you're using crits um it's 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 been really fun it's it's very very kind of lightweight um but it has a similar progression to something like Slay of the Spire, where you're kind of moving through this map. You decide where which route you go, and then by doing that, you can, you know, choose different places to go. But it's it's kind of it's just uh, I think that it is a fun system that works as kind of a as kind of a casual roguelike experience if you want something. Like that. There's a lot. I know that there's a lot of stuff that's coming up. I know that they're since it's still in early access, they're going to be adding more character types to do. Right now, it's just like the the main uh, kind of goblin type guy. Um, but it's 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 one of those things where you, I saw it and was like, this is a, seems like a very a very unique thing, and uh, it's 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 been it's been fun to to give a shot. So it's It's still in early access, so it's I, I was kind of holding off on on buying it until it left early access, but I just couldn't wait anymore because I was like, I, I do really want to play that. Um, but it's yeah, so it has that kind of progression, roguelike sort of almost sort of deck building kind of thing because uh, because you're you know getting new uh new balls to run through the pachinko type thing. Um, but it's, 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 it's very fun. So it's, if, if you, if Slade the Spire Peggle sounds kind of something that you want to play, then I I definitely recommend it. It's, it's kind of like, it's, it is what it says on the tin, but in a, in a fun way.
0: It's wild that Peggle just kind of disappeared. It was. It
1: kind of is, isn't it?
0: People loved those, you know, at least that first Peggle game. I don't know how the. feelings were on Paggle 2. And then it just... It's just gone. Which is uh, interesting. Yeah, it is weird.
1: It is weird, but this is kind of a...
0: Yeah, this looks very much like a a new take on that kind of game, and it's surprising that maybe there have been other Pachinko-likes out there, but I have not seen any.
1: Looking on Steam, there is like one like Peggle like Rogue like that came out like a couple years ago. It, mm. It's it's kind of di- it looks pretty different than um is it Pegglin but it's I think there's a couple of stuff games that are kind of like It's like
2: around guard. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: Now I'm like, oh, maybe I should pick that one up too and just give that oh, I've a shot. I played but,
2: some Round Guard and it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. No, so there's definitely some interesting it's it's interesting um to give that that, yeah, no, that there's certain things like that that kind of disappear. I mean, like, I mean, that's that's kind of why I started thinking, looking into these extra rhythm game controllers because I was just like, I, I, I had a thought of like, oh, well, if there was a
2: there was a pachinko controller, rock band,
1: <laughs> if rock band was a thing, it was still really popular, and I could get like rock band drums for not very much money then that might be kind of kind of the you know sure. kind of um fill that same kind of mm-hmm. craving for me but it's like a lot of those really don't like like that kind of uh guitar hero type or rock band uh rhythm game with physical controller that you have at home just isn't a thing anymore and then I guess that's the same thing kind of with Peggle so that's uh okay it's, it's it's interesting, uh yeah, but this was all uh, I played some other stuff too, but this was all because I am still uh, um I, I wasn't here last week, so I didn't mention it. uh Digimon Survive came out, and I can't play it, so I am <laughs> I'm still very mad about this. I am I am in shocked con-
0: that this game is still in like unplayable That's wild.
1: yeah, is I it think playable
0: like- I assume it must be playable for some people.
1: I it's think it is just not Steam
2: Deck. Yeah. It's just the Steam well, Deck. Well, I mean
1: it well it, this issue is is on other as, other Steam. So it's not just Steam Deck. Um
2: oh. like
1: like it is on PC as well. Um but it's just not for everybody.
2: Yeah. And, and there
1: are workarounds that people found, but I was like I don't know if I want to mess in with mess with the files, especially since the way that you get it is to like remove the cutscenes, and then you have to put them back in and it's like don't want to deal with that, but I'm I might have to because there still hasn't been a patch over a week past the game uh, release. Yeah,
2: they, I mean wild. nobody's really talking about it in the Steam reviews. Not nobody, but like it's still got really positive reviews, and it doesn't seem yeah. like it's a very common issue. I mean the top
1: uh, review is like here's a workaround. So
2: well, I well it shows people different reviews, so I don't have oh, the same. Okay. Top reviews. I, in all of them that I'm scrolling, it doesn't say anything. Okay, anything
1: yeah. Anywhere. The one that I saw, like the top review, is like, "Here's how you can make it work." Um, yeah. But, but yeah, it's 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 hard to say. And I I've I've been thinking, do I want to, uh, uh, refund it off Steam and then get it on my Switch? But I'm like, yeah. I don't want to play it on the Steam Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's it's rough (laughs) welcome to the hell of multiple platforms and
1: (laughs) yeah yeah And, and also apparently it runs it it it's kind of rough on switch which is fucking bizarre because it's it's like it's a very lightweight game um but apparently the uh frame rate on switch is not good so, I, I,
0: like I all know. switch games.
1: <laughs> well, he, yeah, but it's like this is like mostly a visual novel with kind yeah. of a with 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 some mm. um like tactics stuff and it's it's not like a it's not like you're trying to run a no. like a big um like it's pretty lightweight and and yet it's still chunks apparently. Um
2: Yeah, I it does look like the they the the pinned the only pinned post in the forums for it on Steam are a workaround to the problem, yeah. which suggests to me that at least whoever's running the steam community, which usually they i mean they have to be put in charge of it by the developer. it's not necessarily somebody at the developer doing it, but they felt that it was enough of a thing for enough people to pin the solution so that suggests maybe that they'll try to fix it yeah um, so
1: i i'm like i i don't know i'm i'm very much th- like do i go like try to do the workaround or do this i this
2: workaround doesn't look particularly scary no i mean it, looks it doesn't simple.
1: i i just don't want to mess it up so that i don't get to see any of the any of the cutscenes. but um <laughs> yeah sure yeah, like because that would, the, that
2: would this, suck if I did that. This one doesn't. Uh, I'll send you the link to it. This one doesn't involve like removing cutscene files or anything. It just involves oh. changing a setting in the codec, which I assume oh. is still a thing that exists on Steam because it installs the the codecs, I would think. So you can give it a look and see if the fold the, the file yeah. if you can find the file anywhere. Um, yeah, but it's yeah.
1: uh I mean, Bandai Namco not giving a shit about Digimon, what else is new? Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I... I, uh, Yeah, no. Especially when, when they had their Digimon fest or their, like, big kind of offense and they're like, here's our stuff about the games and they, like, announced jack shit and they don't seem to care about pushing Digimon when it's, like, there's a... There's a whole bunch of people that are really nostalgic for Digimon. You know, you yeah. guys are. You can, I you could make I, games and have I, people like them.
0: I wonder how much of a like new market there is for Digimon games. Like, there's always people like, oh, I'll check this out if it's got good buzz. But I, I don't. I, I, mean, see, if, I if they don't, I, I have not seen any of a, them. like a kid in Japan with like a Digimon folder or something. They had Pokemon folders. Dragon Ball folders yeah. out the wazoo but i
1: mean they still they still make digimon anime like mm-hmm. pretty much non-stop so it's like i don't know they're not really pushing it like like that's the thing it's yeah. like yeah it's like it's okay they're doing like zero marketing of digimon and zero promotion of it and then yeah. going whoa is there a market for it and it's like well y- y- how do you know um <laughs> when when you're not really doing anything about it but
0: how Anyways. do you know indeed you, you got a digivolve um,
1: yeah but there's like a big part of me that's just like like uh i don't know just or you could even just port some of the old games onto steam or something i don't know like it would be nice
0: one. yeah uh, you know what Digimon allison there is a whole world that you could access where you could play all those old Digimon games right on <laughs> your Steam Deck. Well <laughs> a, whole, a whole world of yeah. of digital monsters waiting I, to I mean, be
1: I you know, I might do it if I I am becoming I am becoming joker um based off of because of fucking Digimon. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know
0: that's that's the thing that finally does it.
1: That's the thing that finally makes me I I am become Joker is because I I want to play Digimon video games. Um,
2: put Joker so you, and Digimon. Put oh, Joker. God, like no. Put
0: put Walter White in Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> listen,
1: oh, I, I listen. Apparently, Digimon survive. I wouldn't know, but apparently, <laughs> it, the story is extremely like it, it. It gets to the dark parts of Digimon, so
0: uh what are the dark who, parts who of digimon where like they have to constantly change their bodies into like different Digimon i mean digi I've heard evolutions it's, it's star- or whatever did, did you, you did you
1: ever watch season three that like got fucking dark
2: well, i don't think so it did yeah
1: that's the that's the one um where uh it's the guy who did serial experiments lane i think um but like but it's like Digimon died, and people were like traumatized, oh, yeah. and like I, it was fucking. Wow,
0: I vaguely remember like the first two episodes of the anime, and then the movie with the with Angelmon or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, that's like yeah. all I remember of Digimon.
1: Angelmon, Angelwoman, you know. There's the, but like yeah, no. Season three was was like was different. Well, because it had different characters than the first two seasons, but. It got like straight up really dark, and yeah, and
2: it was always like edgier than Pokemon, not like it was trying to be edgy Pokemon, but like that was always why I liked it more
1: yeah well that's that's why I always really liked it too, is' just that the like the series, um especially like the anime, the difference between Pokemon and Digimon was Pokemon was always very like upbeat and happy about it, yeah, um versus Digimon where it's like where like even season one they're like we need to find a way to get home like we are like like deal like they were always dealing with like interesting kind of emotional issues and and then the Digimon all have personalities and everything so it's you know there's that element of it as well um but then season three is where it got like Really, really. I mean, genuinely dark. So then, now Digimon Survive is apparently like I've I, I've seen and people be like, we were asking for dark Digimon stuff and we were not prepared. Um, but I wouldn't yeah. know. So
0: I mean, you want to talk about dark? There's Pal World, that game where you can just shoot the the monsters, just mm-hmm. run around with like an AK shooting little uh, pocket monster Digimon type things. So you know. So. Contents out there or will be. Where is Pal World?
1: Yeah, but it's it's. I, I I think yeah no I. That was the thing that really drew me to Digimon when I was a kid was like I was the show had I f- always felt like it had um. Like a real kind of. Like a core of reality in a weird way, which is like I, which is weird to say about a show that's called about digital monsters, but.
2: <laughs> that's like
1: basic but it's it, it always had like kind of the emotional kind of weight mm-hmm. of of something and it's uh it's really good and i i recommend people who maybe missed digimon um as a kid or you know vaguely remember it like you know maybe maybe you can go back and watch some of it and or play survive if you can play it um <laughs> but although uh if you I personally really enjoy the Digimon story Cyber Sleuth games, which which I like like the story is genuinely really good and it, it's really fun to play. So, um, you know, it, that's that's also available um, and should actually be playable on on various consoles. So, um, there's right. my Digimon rant.
0: Hatsune Miku and Digimon, they're oh my God. the house and living her best yeah. life. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you, you could say that yeah
0: you know uh we all have to find what our best life is, and i you seem to be enjoying yourself even if you can't enjoy Digimon survive so
1: yeah no i i totally am playing playing good stuff on my on my steam deck uh so you know i You'll... i am having a good time about uh, with it, even if i am. Constantly, like let me into Digimon Survive. You'll
0: probably be playing Digimon Survive before I'm playing Multiverses. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god, yeah, probably. Sadly, bastards.
0: bastards. Uh, but Pat, you've been playing uh, a multiplayer game. Big surprise, Pat was multiplayer game, but it's one we haven't talked about in a while it since it came out. Really, yeah.
2: I, uh, one I, I, did, I didn't
0: think we'd ever come back to.
2: I did watch uh, Multiverse's Evo tournament last night. It was really, really good. And i played a bunch more of that this week, too. So
0: continue to enjoy you.
2: that game. Yeah, I'm sorry that you can't also enjoy it. It sucks. For what it's worth, I think that... I don't think it's going to take as long as you're concerned that it will take before... Uh, they pushed back the the like 1.0 season one of that game, and I think it's probably in part because I think it's in part because half the team was at Evo, and they were probably like, "Oh shit, oh fuck, we're gonna come back from Evo and then push this 1.0 patch like the next day," <laughs> 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 which seems bad. Uh, but also, I have to I think that that Asia servers are gonna be incoming before uh, too long, but uh, um. Anyway, uh, the, the game that I played more of this week with some people that i am check checked back in with is Valorant. The Riot Games, Counter-Strike alike, Counter-Strike mashed up with Overwatch that we talked about when I played the beta, like, in 2020, I guess? Probably? 19? I can't remember exactly when the beta was. I did think it was funny, because when I logged in, I am like... I was like account level one and everything all over again because they wiped everything when the game came out for real, which was ah. one, kind of a nice thing to start from scratch, and two, I was like, man, I played so much of this beta, and then I didn't even touch it when it came out mm-hmm. because the community was so fucking bad for that game when it released that it was like, this game's really good. I I thought the game was awesome the whole time, but I just was like, I don't... I can't enjoy this game because the only way to play it was the main mode and there was so much toxicity in the voice chat there that it sucked. Um, and my group of friends that I was playing with kind of dried up around the time that it was releasing too. Uh, but I have um, the the friends that I play Destiny with, everyone was kind of like, hey, we should play some Valorant because we played some uh, Iron Banner, or not Iron Banner, we played Trials of Osiris. In Destiny, and had a lot of fun. And Destiny PvP is, in my opinion, quite a lot of fun, but it still runs into the issue of there's not dedicated servers. So there's a lot of like bullet magnetism to account for that. And then just straight up, sometimes you just lose because of lag and it is a bad feeling. And I was kind of like, man, I still really am wanting to play something that's kind of competitive, shootery. Um, and a bunch of them were big Counter Strike people, so it kind of finally started checking it out again and have been having a lot of fun with it. They've added a lot to that game that I think makes it more fun to play both by yourself and also because now I know that some people are not a fan of like having their voice chat monitored and stuff by riot, but I think it's good because it seems to have resulted in like the, the most, the worst I've heard is someone sounding kind of exasperated. I've not Mm. heard anybody (laughs) saying anything shitty and that's you know a dozen or so games played since we picked it back up and um it's been pretty good there was one very funny (laughs) one of my friends he installed it and was immediately really fucking good at it because he played like a thousand hours of (laughs) counter-strike and so we got into a game and he immediately like wiped he he didn't get a pentakill but he got like a triple or a quadra or something and uh, like two rounds in a row and the other team was like, oh, imagine having to smurf the top frag. How pathetic. And we were just like <laughs> laughing really hard because mm-hmm. he was not smurfing at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like his second game of Valorant ever. <laughs> uh, but um, the the stuff they've kind of added to make it more fun to play by yourself is it has a, a permanent death match now, which it may have had before. That's whatever. But then it also has a, a gun game mode called Escalation. Okay. Which is pretty good, uh, and it's team based, so um, it's still five v five. There's yeah, no yeah. abilities, and basically you're running through. I think it changes daily what the what the gun path is, mm. and you're running through guns. But also, and this is kind of why I think it's sort of fun. You also get character abilities that can kill. So, like, ah, okay. um, you can at one point one of the 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 levels can be the little rolling robot that Ray's drops. So it's just like 10 people all throwing out these little robots (laughs) that roll at each other and explode, uh, which is very funny. You can get the ice skates with the snowball gun, which is funny because you have to get a direct hit with it and it fires kind of like a grenade launcher. So it's tough when everybody's on skates. And then you run into weird mismatches that are intentional for sure of like one team with marshals which is the the like kind of lower level sniper rifle that you have to hit in the head to kill with and then everybody else on the ice skates and it's like <laughs> impossible to hit people on a headshot people on ice skates with a sniper rifle so it's fun it it's it's a fun mode it, you can't take it too seriously because sometimes it's just yeah. stupid uh but um it's pretty fun and then also spike rush is really really cool and really good way to like practice for full games because it's basically like the standard mode which is you know the counter-strike plant and defend um but instead of being first to 13 rounds which is a long game that means that you're going to be at a minimum you're going to be playing for like 25 minutes to a half an hour unless you surrender and most of those games are going to go closer to 40 minutes which is I like, cause I like the ebb and flow of the match over time, sure. but spike rush lets you get in and out cause it's only first to four. So it's like 10 minute rounds or 10 minute games. And, um, instead of having buy stuff and economy stuff, everybody just spawns with the same weapon on both sides, uh, randomly, and you still have all your abilities. They recharge all your abilities every round and you get, everybody has a spike on the attacking team. So there's not one that you're trying to move in Everybody can plant. And then there's also power-ups kind of around the map. But it means that you get a lot of good practice with still with using the abilities and playing kind of just a faster-paced version of the, the sort of main game. So yeah, there's, they've also added a bunch of characters, obviously, which are seem very cool. There's one that, like, she presses a, one of her ability buttons and then she, like, goes into the astral plane and is flying above the map... It has like a purple stylized version of the map, and she places stars around the map, and then her abilities are like she can turn, she can like connect two stars and do stuff. She can turn a star into a smoke and stuff, and then she has like an ultimate where she like I think her ultimate is the connect two stars and it creates like a beam, a damaging beam between them. It's really wild and very cool that she I means like her, she just like. You push with the button, and then suddenly you're like in the air <laughs> and flying over the map. Like, what the fuck's and, going? On? Are you vulnerable in this time? I think while you're do- channeling that, your character is still standing okay. wherever you were. So if someone walks so, around a corner, yeah. they can just like take Pop you out. you. Yeah, okay. Because you know, if I'm sure people are familiar with Counter Strike, but like you can, if you get hit once in the head with pretty much any gun, I think with every gun you die. Um, mm. So it is very time to kill is like you see someone, you shoot someone or you die. Uh, there is no, it's not like e- even call of duty is like, a, Oh shit, I'm getting shot at. I can take cover in this game. It's like, no, 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 You don't have time to take cover. You. It's basically who sees who first. Um, so it's very slow paced and very tactical and very much like checking corners and stuff like that. Um, so uh, yeah, the character stuff that they've added is just kind of all over the place in a cool way. And, and it gets very wild. Uh, but then they also have characters, like I've been playing this robot called K.O., um, and he's just like, or they, just like throws a frag grenade, and a, has a, they have a frag grenade, a f- flashbang, and a knife, that when you throw the knife, it suppresses people around it. And like, that's kind of it. So like, they're not just adding these crazy characters. There's also yeah. ones that are a little more, easy to grasp and they also seem to be smart about the cadence of the character releases because I was expecting there to be like 30 characters there's not it's they've they've only been adding they've only added like I don't know how many are there there's like 16 or 17 it's not that many which is a good thing I think because they're not pushing them out too fast and diluting the roster um so it works well. I also do like that this is my biggest beef with Overwatch that they don't do in this game. You can't change your character between rounds. You're like, or in the middle of something. Oh, yeah, you're sure. like uh-huh. You pick mm-hmm. your character at the beginning of the game, you're locked into that character for the whole game, yeah. which mm-hmm. I really like. I don't really like the way that Overwatch is kind of built on changing class, like changing characters to fit the situation. I prefer having to lock your character in and play them to the end. Um so, yeah. It, uh,
0: is that in competitive Overwatch, can they do that? I know, like, you know, in the actual yeah. game, you can do whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in, like, the Overwatch League, they can change character mid-match? Okay. As
2: far as I remember, yeah. Overwatch, mm-hmm. watching Overwatch sucks. <laughs> as much as I like playing Overwatch, I think that Overwatch League is, like, one of the poor, most poorly well I'll the, uh, yeah apparently <laughs>
0: based on their last tournament uh yeah uh,
1: <laughs> which is which is kind of wild considering how popular well
2: yeah i think blizzard kind of lucked in like starcraft was super popular but it was mostly the community mm-hmm. that carried that game for a long time and then hearthstone i think is really easy to make work because it's just it's such a simple game by comparison um because like heroes of the storm started to pick up a bunch of steam and then they killed it uh yeah kind of out of nowhere like they, they they generally are pretty bad at managing and even with hearthstone they had the whole like the, the the before all of the sexual harassment stuff the original thing that put blizzard in so much hot water was when they were um, when they banned and took that player's prize money away, who mm-hmm. was saying uh, stuff about free Hong Kong? Uh, yeah, Blitzchung. Um, yeah, Blitzchung. Yeah. So, so Blizzard's just really pretty awful at uh, esports. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you could probably e-sports. just say like
1: Blizzard is pretty awful. Full uh, we'll stop. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I mean say there's overall likes a lot of. They're getting better. Yeah,
2: I mean they're 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 doing their best. I mean I shouldn't say. Obviously, the people who are shitty deserve to be punished and removed. But there are people there that are doing their best and that are that that are passionate about the things that they're making. Um, yeah, and oh, I absolutely. think it seems like real work is being done to get rid of the bad actors um, that still exist there. So I, I'm I'm hopeful and optimistic on Blizzard's future because for no not because I'm like don't want to get canceled for playing their games, but because a lot of people work there who. I hope, can continue to work there and, and like, enjoy <laughs> their yeah. careers and stuff, you know? So, um, yeah. So, I don't know. But anyway, Um, and it's not as if Riot hasn't had their own no. problems yes. in right. that regard. Yeah. And maybe not done that much to solve them, really. Uh, from yeah. Hard- all the reports that you hear that come out later on are like, eh, things haven't really changed that much at Riot, mm-hmm. but whatever very very Uh, small token gestures it seems like yeah
0: Mm
2: -hmm. um although you know how do you, you can't really it's hard to compare these things because the reports that came out of riot were not nearly on the scale of no what we saw from blizzard either so it was more like shitty frat bro culture at riot not necessarily the kind of Horrific stuff that, uh, you know,
0: arguably, also frat, bro, frat boy culture at Blizzard. Just well, got, exactly, yeah. That That's what get, I mean, it's like that, that, kind that of, stuff can get very,
2: uh, yeah. Oh, it's, even it's,
0: even the worst stuff at Blizzard, I mean, falls into that kind of uh culture. No, I know and, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah.
2: Of course, but uh it's. I hope that that at all. <laughs> Look, it turns out that when you zoom out even further, maybe just every large video game developer. Maybe just every large company in maybe the tech just, sector.
0: Maybe just society is bad. Yeah,
2: and it's like I don't want to minimize the things that happen at these specific places either. Yeah. But um, but yeah, uh, it, you, you hope that game development as an industry and tr- AAA game development as an industry continues to clean its shit up uh, yeah. over time. Um, but anyway. We live in a society. Um, Valorant's cool. The The... I think that the the game still plays really well. The character uh, that they've added are really neat. Um, and, you know, it's kind of a constant at this point because they did just remake Counter-Strike. So it really is just playing Counter-Strike with cool character abilities. And for me, it's as much as I do enjoy like Call of Duty and, um, and like games like Arma, Milsimi kind of games. Generally, I'm kind of like, that aesthetic is pretty boring. Like the mm-hmm. Counter Strike aesthetic is extremely boring. So, if you take, if you pluck out the part where it's really fun to play Counter Strike and then put it into place with a bunch of colorful characters with unique abilities and kits and stuff, that's certainly something that uh, I could see continuing to be interested in as long as I have people to play it with, basically. So, mm. yeah, it has been fun to revisit.
0: The only thing that sounds appealing from it to me is the gun game stuff and that's just that's like the only thing i play in counter strike if i ever play counter strike is gun. i game. would not <laughs> recommend
2: it for just that <laughs> yeah because no, it it's... is not the core of the game
0: exactly yeah uh
2: it's kind of no... i mean you could i don't know it's kind of like playing league just for a rams which plenty of people I mean, do kind of what enjoy. i do these
0: days when i do play league, and same but, yeah yeah
2: same but uh but also i already have the built-in knowledge of league yeah in the like, I've played plenty of that game, so yeah, I can just play a casual ARAM here and there and feel like I'm getting
0: mm-hmm.
2: something out of it. Whereas, I think if someone, a new player, was like, I just want to play Escalation in Valorant, I'd kind of be like, eh, I don't know, why don't you just go play like Overwatch or something, <laughs> to, <yeah. laughs> or Call uh, of Duty?
0: Uh, yeah. I'm Currently very excited uh, for Apex Legend doing Gun Game uh, this coming season, sometime in the next couple months. So that's that's what I'm excited for. Uh, yeah. I'm still hot and heavy with that. I, I want to stop, but I can't. It's... I
2: thought about playing it again, but then I was like, you know, I just don't want to fucking do Battle Royales. I just don't want to do it fair fair there, there's arenas
0: yeah
2: yeah i know but then i might as well just play valorant that yeah. i'm having fun with because it's yeah. it's, it's similar yeah so now, yeah. i so like, many shooters yeah playing destiny
0: uh, while also playing uh apex is definitely just like i i wish i could move like i do an apex in destiny i'm just because the movement in apex is so good but uh sure yeah we don't need to dive into that too much i'm still playing a lot of both of those games uh, but one game that we both played this week and we've yeah. not talked about before, uh, I saw. I think it was just like a Kotaku article about this game. Uh, this was on my
2: Steam queue before you mentioned yeah. it, and I just kind of was like, I got to remember to go back to that at some point. Uh, so I saw and then you were you reminded me.
0: Yeah, I saw a Kotaku article about it. It came out in June, July. I don't, I don't even know. Uh, it is called A DACA. Uh, uh, I Something don't like that. Yeah. Yes, it, I think that's how you pronounce it. And this is made by a solo dev, very much inspired by Half Life and probably some other games. But it is very, very Half Life and too. Yeah. It's it's
2: super, super, super
0: Stalker you... as well. Yeah it so yeah
1: you guys mentioned that and it it looks really i i think i need to pick it up too because it looks very yeah. good
0: yeah it's got this low poly look i'm tr- i'm trying to think uh i've been trying uh since i started playing it to think of what it looks like and i i know there's something but i can't put my finger on it
2: yeah there's a few things yeah it's it's definitely um it's definitely got a look and at first, I wasn't sure if I was going to really like it, but the look of it. But I do. It, I think it looks really mm-hmm. cool what, and, in motion. And once you're like
0: actually in there playing, yeah, it, looks, yeah. it looks good.
2: Um, and the the combat is super, definitely super, super, super Half-Life uh, it is, because it has a gravity gun mechanic or gravity yep. arm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't even very, have to equip the
0: weapon. No, yeah, it's very fast too. It's yeah, you can move around um, those levels.
2: And, uh, and and then the, the the shooting feels very Source Engine to me. Yeah. Um. And it even goes so far. At first, I was kind of like, come on, because you start the game and these, like, cops show up and you start fighting them, and they literally, they sound just uh-huh. like
0: the, the, the Combine, combine yep. soldiers.
2: And they have the radios that do the, like, <laughs> and the, like, talking in the, like, garbled radio voice. And then when you kill them, it does the thing where it plays, like, a... Staticy beepy noise and stuff oh yeah um
1: it's like oh it, okay it, it is I, I, you, very um, half-life your... 2 <laughs> but, Re- but references on your sleeve <laughs>
2: while it definitely is very half-life 2 even through i finished the i'm about halfway through the campaign uh, it's sure. only a couple hours long um while it's still stays very half-life 2 i think it does have its own identity from a narrative world building perspective. And I actually think that some of the writing at first I wasn't sure about, but I think it's pretty solid. Uh it's not going to blow your mind or anything. But I think it's got some cool politics also. Um, like there's a lot about um sort of labor unions and um and workers collectives banding together to kind of create. It's more interested in how those resistance groups are actually founded and the interpersonal dynamics of them in I don't want to say that that's a major narrative is not a really a major focus of the game insofar no. as like you're not getting cutscenes and long dialogue sequences but there are points where you stop and have like people you can talk to and there will be people that are talking to each other and stuff and it's very it's interesting, and I think it's 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 um, poignant and smart in some of the ways that it talks about the the setting, um, and uh, the combat and shooting is really good. The some of the encounter design is really really cool, and some of the enemies get uh, like if you if you think you've seen the worst and nastiest of the enemies so far, let me tell you,
0: hey, I have it gets only, worse. Yeah, I haven't gotten to uh as far as you have, I only i finished the demo. I haven't gone back and gotten past that, but there's like a head crab type enemy, but they they pick up guns and they are like shooting
2: missiles at you and it's not the head crabs, they're like zombie the zombies with okay the head crabs on them
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but
2: yeah. they're yeah, it's uh <laughs> very uh
0: upsetting when you've got yeah. this pitch black like area and you've got a flashlight but
2: they're just. And they have lights on their. Yeah, heads, and you, so yeah, you see just... these glowing things. Uh, in yeah. the distance. And, um, yeah, stuff. Very good sound design. There are other scary enemies, and the screaming that they do before they charge at you. Oh, good. Is pretty fucked up, and oh, there that's... is an enemy whose design I won't spoil. But it does run at you, except that it, like, serpentines. Ooh. So you can't just oh. shoot at it directly because uh-huh. it runs perpendicular to you for a long time <laughs> and also while it's getting closer to you. So it's very hard to hit it. Uh-huh. Um, Ooh. That's fun. And, fun. Uh, yeah. It, and then I, it can kill you very fast. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes there's, like, what if we had five of these things? <laughs> you're just, like, fucking come on. Right. Man. Love and it. And, like, it does a good job of, like, okay, clearly... I know I have to go into this building to push a button. And then you're going to spawn a bunch of these fuckers all around me outside of the building, aren't you? And then you do it. And it's like, yeah, you, that's what you did. Yeah, This <laughs> <it> fucking sucks. <laughs> um, so it's good. it's It's got some good design in that respect. And then there is a point at which it starts to go like it's not spoilery to say it starts to go turbo stalker also like mm. really really even in the campaign mm. um interesting and um then there i haven't played it It sounds like you maybe played a little bit of it. i there's i, like I a...
0: booted into there's like an open world mode yeah which is, it's got its own sort of campaign going which is separate from the, the they're separate story they're same world they're, yeah, they're yeah, linked
2: yeah. narratively but you can play either one first. Yeah. yeah. And you play as different characters in each of them. And the, fr- and the um, campaign you play
0: is Jesse Thorne, which I thought was very which funny. Which is very <laughs> funny.
2: I don't think it's anything to do no, with. No, I don't think so. The, they're a 24 and they, they, year old non binary person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it specifically calls them out as being non binary and 24 years old. So I don't think that they're any they're, relation. They're they a oh, podcast oh, magnate. I
1: have a podcast empire. <laughs>
2: oh, D- don't ever ask me to provide transcripts of my shows. If you <laughs> listen at two x speed, you're doing <laughs> art crimes, whatever oh, the fuck. That would require me to uh, listen to
0: a Jesse Thorne show, but uh, that, uh, like you could just at, be was, on Twitter, yeah, on yeah, just day. just saying. Uh, but I um, I was when I booted up the game, it gives you like a oh here's your person. Their age. Yes, I they had did the, this uh, crime. They're sentenced to 20 years of service or something. And I was like, that that name, why do I. Who yeah, is this I, person? I, <laughs> and then, is... Oh, and then afterwards, I'm like, oh, right. Okay, it's Jesse spelled
2: Thorne. with a Y. To yeah, yeah I, different, different. I think it's an honest it, mistake. I don't think I don't, this person yeah, has any clue it, who it, Jesse Thorne is yeah. <laughs> uh, who made this game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, funny, it's kind of
1: hilarious, though.
2: Yes. The other cool thing about this game is as much as it's. Um, very much taking inspiration from Half-Life. It also has a bit of a Halo thing going on where you've got... Um, there's actually like three different factions kind of at mm. play, and one of them is kind of your friendly faction. And I know Half-Life does this with the Combine having to fight the ant Lions and stuff and the zombies. Yeah. But the, the sort of non police faction in this game that includes the zombies or whatever they're not just limited to monsters and zombies they're like there's like this tech cult that is creating the monsters and so sometimes you're also fighting them directly and they have a different set of weapons and they will fight against the police people and so you get sometimes these sort of three-way conflicts between these factions that reminds me a little bit of the way that it kind of works in halo Which is very cool, and um, it also means that there's a pretty wide roster of weapons. Like there's like twenty or thirty weapons, something like that. And it's it's a thing. It's pointed out on the Steam page that there's a ton of different guns in the game, and they're all really cool, and they're like well designed and stuff.
0: Yeah, very Um, unique.
2: Yeah, and it's some of them are very much like there is a heavy pistol in this game that is just the gun, the Magnum from Halo One, which is. Mm sick that's more guns should more games should have the halo one pistol in them (laughs) uh so you get that but then you also get like my favorite gun in the game is the las magnum which is like a laser revolver um and it's very cool um and the way that the game handles weapon slots is interesting it's clearly balanced in such a way that like you have your pistol slot and then it's not so much like light and heavy. It's just two other weapons that aren't like a pistol. But they go into the slots. You need. I mean, maybe because because it's not just that you replace whatever you're holding with what you pick up. The Is guns it not? have no. It's the the some guns will replace other guns like SMGs. You can carry an SMG and a battle rifle um but you can't swap your battle rifle for like another smg if you try to pick up something oh. it's 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 a little weird it it's it's the slots are definitely built maybe for I game balance was just the way i play i'm thinking okay I've, I've got a shotgun here
0: now i need a long range weapon so i'm not like running into right. that like i'm already thinking along those lines Yeah, so maybe i'm not you, noticing you... it
2: yeah, because there's been a couple times where I've gone, oh, this went in that slot. That's interesting. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and, like, you can have an RPG and a battle rifle, for example, because mm-hmm. the RPG went in the same slot as the SMG instead. So, um, okay. yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe it's, it's like. It,
0: weapons of like a similar type like rifles you can only have like one rifle at a time or something
2: yeah i have to i have to double check it because but i'm pretty positive that it wasn't just replacing the gun that i was carrying it was actually going into a specific slot so um that's interesting and the gravity stuff gravity gun stuff is interesting if i have one criticism criticism of the game it's that there's a lot of big objects Mm -hmm. and They don't really play nice with the environment and the gravity glove for arm mechanic. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's used to build tension. Like, it's like, oh, you're trying to get through this little hole in the wall and you got to bash all this stuff out of the way and there's stuff behind you. And and I get it, but a lot of the times I'm just clearing everything out before I move on anyway. And it's just frustrating when it's Mm -hmm. like, I have to move this plate or this like piece of sheet metal and it... Mm -hmm and I can't just pull it towards me because it's stuck on something. Yeah. And then I can't bash it apart because it's a piece of thing that you can't destroy it. Yeah. And it's just like, just, just make it so that there's a button or something that doesn't activate until after I kill everything or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's It can be frustrating. And it also, that extends sometimes to some of the, like, shooting stuff at people that you pick up. is It's like there's no reticle, so sometimes when I've pulled an object and I want to shoot it at someone, I think I'm aiming correctly at them, but then it kind of goes off in a weird direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, yeah, now the, I'm screwed because the, the zombie's is, in my face now. Yeah, the physics um, is a
0: little goofy and not not perfect, but...
2: Yeah, but that that's fine. It's Like, yeah. it's, like we said, it's one developer, so I think this thing it, is really impressive. It, yeah, it uh, is very that.
0: impressive and, like... The, the sheer breadth of content and like how well it's put together and how well the combat mechan or like encounters are designed has been really cool. Uh, we never actually talked about it because we went off on a tangent on Jesse Thorne, but the open world, um, the open world bit is I only played for like a little bit because I screwed up when I loaded into it and I didn't bring any weapons because they were like, make sure to load up before you head out, and I was like, but I'm already like. Confirming that I want to go. Oh no! And so I went out, and they drop you into this valley, and they drop me at night. I don't know if that if there's like a day night cycle. I don't know if it's always at night. It was very dark,
2: mm. and
0: then so I was like running around. It gets with, dark with no weapons. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna run over here, see if I can find a weapon. I'm rifling through these crates, like pulling things. Out. I'm like, okay, there's a grenade uh here's like some health i don't know here's here's some random stuff here's a flare gun what am i a flare gun what am i do with a flare gun and i just <laughs> like, okay what do you do with the flare gun? you shoot it in the air and it lights things up and i shot it in the air and it lit things up and I'm like, okay well that's cool i still don't have anything to fight with and then i died and i was like well that's uh <laughs> i'll come back to that maybe later but yeah like like you were saying about the factions fighting it was a funny th- th- way to start because you but, like, you know, they you land on a ship, much like in Halo. Sometimes you'll come down to the Pelican at the start of a map and have some Marines jump out with you. And just these dudes on my team just start firing off into the night, just off in a direction. Like, they apparently picked up some AI enemies way off in the distance. So I, We're going to kill them right now. And just started laying into them. I was like, I can't see anybody over there. I guess maybe there's something. Uh, so that was weird and interesting, but uh, yeah, that's Adaka on Steam. It's got a demo, if uh, that sounds interesting uh, to you, and it's 25 bucks for the full game. So uh, definitely one to check out, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're into Half-Life or that kind of era of shooter. Mm-hmm. The other thing I played, uh, which I also saw a article on Kotaku 4, is a immersive sim Mm. called Control Alt Ego. Mm -hmm. And Control Alt Ego is a game where you are the disembodied ego of a person uh, and some kind of Soma-esque future where they have extracted a human psyche and made it exist outside of the body. Except this does not require any sort of, like, computer to house you. You were just a disembodied ego floating around the space station. Mm. And you can't really move as the ego. You can look at a thing and you can inhabit it. So you, you can inhabit, like, these robots. So it's like a mix of the Soma thing and then also its own thing. And so the way you get around the the station is you either... You bounce from computer to computer, uh, and that's how you kind of get your narrative, is going into these computers where someone is talking to you. Dr. Everyman, who I believe uh, designed this sort of ego extraction system and the whole kind of thing that's going on here. And then the other, I think that's in, uh, what are they called? Cats is, is, I don't remember. There's a whole bunch of like kind of cheeky little... uh, names for things. The main your main uh traversal body is called a bug. And I think there there's some uh acronym for that. I can't remember what it is. Uh there's pups and it's it's all, you know, interesting bugs uh, or animals and what whatnot. There's a thing called a god. You gotta access God and do all sorts of weird stuff. <laughs> but so as you access these bugs, you start off with, like, no powers. You can't do anything. And as you progress through the game, you'll find pups, and pups have data disks. And you put the data disk into the into the bug, and then the bug will, you can upgrade the bug, and you get, like, a grabber hand. Now you can pick stuff up. You get a jetpack. Uh, those are kind of the main things right now. I've got a gravity kind of arm thing so I can pick things up from far away. And those you upgrade with worms, like, but they're actually, they're centipedes. I don't know why they call them worms, but I guess because, like, hacking stuff, but yeah, so you're picking up worms and upgrading your abilities, so I can, now I can just kind of fly all over in these rooms, or I can use my jetpack to use a burst of speed to stun enemies, which are called dads, uh, at least kind of the main okay. enemy, yeah, yeah. Got dads. And I think there's one <laughs> called like was it Mr. Boss Man was kind of the first enemy you encounter. I love it. Yeah. And Mr. Boss Man is just like a kind of like basically a mannequin. Uh and he's a dad, but he it's a dad, but it has like at the top of a human on it, uh top of a mannequin, whereas the, the rest of the dads are just kind of like torso, like leg and torso uh mm-hmm. but by using like the bullet move you can run into Mr. Bossman and knock off the top of the knock off the top of Mr. Bossman and then you can hack into him or hack into it and take over and on we've deserialization basically dads will shoot a laser beam at something
2: and yeah, so the dads are always doing that. Yeah, yeah, they they
0: disintegrate it and then they basically store it as a 3D printer and then they can reprint it somewhere else if they want. And so, what can happen is you can have your you can have your um, bug deserialized, and then as your ego is dis uh, comes out of the bug, you can look around and you have to put your ego into something else, whether that's a pup or a like a save point or like an MP3 player. And you can just listen to some tunes Mm -hmm. or you could spend some ego and you could go into the dad and then you can use that. uh, Then you can use the printing function to uh, print back your bug. Or you could go to a printer and spend some ego to just print a new bug it's you're collecting ego by going into things like MP3 players or uh, like testing devices or other like pups and other mechanical things around the, uh, station. It's, uh, it's an interesting game. It has, I've only been playing the demo and it, but is surprisingly meaty. I think I've played it for, mm. I don't know how, how long have I played this demo? Uh, two hours i've played the game for two hours oh, wow. and i've not finished it i i feel like i've got to be near the end but i also feel stuck because there's mm-hmm. a i think it's el jefe uh who is but it's very similar to mr Bossman, but requires much more ego i need like 13 ego to hack into el jefe and el jefe has the the key i need to get through a door but if i can't hack into El Jefe. I can't get the key for the door, so I don't know how to open the door if I don't have the stuff. So I'm I'm a bit stuck at the moment in this demo. Mm. I don't know if I need to look up a guide. But it's uh it's it's been fun and it's got a cute writing style. There's some meta stuff if you know that's gonna either work for you or not, depending on your uh how you feel about things breaking the fourth wall. But as sure. you go into each host so if, as you go into an mp3 player or you go into security camera it has a little you can look at a little description of the host and it'll have like a little personality uh and give you writing on like here's the kind of thing i do here's what my purpose is on the space station and you'll come across little writings around the space station like uh at it, you are supposed to be able to take over the, these items and you're supposed to be able to insert your ego into these machines around the space station. That is working as intended. It does not matter that you are like pushing the, the existing ego out of it, which is just like a horrible, horrible thought of going around and forcing out other people's egos or Mm -hmm. or from these beings around the space station. Uh, very upsetting to think about and i'm curious where they go with this narrative they're pretty up front with it i believe uh saying it's uh you know it's a cheeky take on this kind of stuff yeah but it's uh there are a lot of options for how you can approach these missions or these uh zones whether you want to fly around or you want to take it more of like a, a sneaky way, or you want to destroy and kill everything. These are all choices you can, uh, you can make. Wow. I'm looking, I'm looking at some of these things happening here, uh, in the, uh, trailer. And I'm like, okay, oh, man, I wish I knew how to do this or I wish I had upgraded differently. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe there's a way. That's cool though. Can... Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, and I would I would recommend it. It's been fun. It came out last month, and so it's only been out like two two weeks now at this point. But it's a uh, it's cool immersive sim uh, with nice uh, a nice uh, was a uh, personality. That's what it's got. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's Control Alt Ego for like Control Alt like the keyboard keys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for you listeners uh nice. that's that's what i've got uh i don't know if there's any other
2: things you want to talk about this week yeah i don't i i don't know i'm uh pl- just plugging away at the usual the destiny twos and the the did some eye racing over the weekend all that stuff uh yeah I'm, I, I, I
1: played the entirety of the outer worlds recently that was fun uh
0: second yeah. time right uh, I
1: never finished it the first time. Like okay. I, I played it, but I, I I didn't finish. Okay. But here I actually I finished the main campaign. It was it was it was a good good video game.
0: Did you do that um, on console, on Switch, Steam on Steam Deck? Okay. Yeah. Nice.
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, might pick up the DLC for that. But it was it was it was fun. Um, it it felt like a little bit shorter than I think I thought it was because I was like, oh, I it's, don't know. Yeah, if it's I, like.
2: 20-something hours, I think.
1: I was surprised, yeah, because I was like, I, I got close to the end, and I'm like, is this really the end? And then uh, and then it, gets, it gives you that message of, like, point of no return, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess it is. The um, DLC
2: is supposed to be pretty good for that game, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah uh,
1: I think I'm going to pick it up um, if it's on sale soon, because I, I enjoy the characters a lot, and uh, I enjoy, you, you know, the, it, it, the you know, whole... Like, I don't know, being in a, uh, having a spaceship and being the captain of it, it's like, that's very much like my personal wish fulfillment. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, I, so
2: I played a little yeah. bit of Fallout 76 last night with some friends because they really wanted me to play Fallout 76 with them. Uh, that game still kind of sucks, but it's, okay. you know, I, mean, I don't know. You know. <laughs> It's better than it was when it came out, that's oh, for sure. sure. And as a social activity, there are worse things one could do. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I, <laughs> so, really, really ringing endorsement. No, as a social I, activity, I mean, I guess, there are yeah, worse things you could do. I cannot do.
2: recommend that you go out and spend whatever the price of that game is on that game right now. But if you, like yeah. me, bought it on release and have it in your inventory and are looking for a way to kill it's an on, evening. It's on Game Pass. Oh no, yeah, of course. It's, yeah. yeah, It's fi- I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I shouldn't it seems... say it's bad. It's fine. It's a Fallout game. I don't think it's worse than Fallout Four necessarily at this point. Um, which you know, people have and I and I've been about. thinking
1: about like, should I should I install Fallout Four on my on my? Season? It's fine. So,
2: it's they're fine. They they, they get yeah. too much flack. Fallout seventy six was think... a mess when it launched because of technical well, issues, and those seem mostly to have been worked out.
1: That's cool.
2: I got a cool laser pistol. We did an event, and I got like this. legendary laser pistol that was neat um so yeah i want to play some of that sea of thieves update where you get to be your own captain and
0: name your ship and design it or whatever
2: because i have a friend who really 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 loves sea of thieves and we've played a fair bit of it together over the last year or so but the fucking problem almost all of my enthusiasm for the update got deflated when i realized when you play multiplayer sea of thieves one mm-hmm. person is the captain. Mm-hmm. So since we can't each have our own little ship and sail around mm-hmm. together on our two small ships, it's like, okay, well, so I'm never going to, I mean, if I play with this friend of mine, I can't ask them to be on my crew because they're the one who actually plays it all the time. Yeah. So that just means this update, it means literally nothing to me. There is mm-hmm. no value in it whatsoever because I'm always going to be on somebody else's crew and it's going to be great for them. They get a bunch of, and they were like, Well, it's okay because we can just I'll just play this ship with you and it'll be like our ship. And I'm kinda like (laughs) (laughs) that's a nice sentiment, but like (laughs) the whole point of this update is to make me feel like a captain, but when you can only do Mm -hmm. that only one player gets to have that feeling, it sucks. So I don't know. That I think that the whole they really need that game desperately, desperately needs some structural reworking so that you can just say uh, we're four friends in sloops or mm-hmm. we got eight friends and we all want to play together. So we're going to have two galleons and that's the server or yeah. and stuff like the, the way that it's structured so that there's going to be like, it's like 16 people or something per server. I don't remember. Um, And it could, that could mean 16 sloops or four galleons or anything in between mm-hmm. is like very frustrating. So I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping that this means that they'll figure. They must know that this is the issue with this update. <laughs> like they, ha- they're not stupid. Rare is an intelligent, a group of mm-hmm. intelligent people. They must know that that they've that this is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully they'll look at it. Uh, because you were watching Evo, that got me to go
0: watch the Dragon Ball Fighters finals, and now I'm looking at the Dragon Ball Fighters DLC because I, de- I never bought the se- the second and third season pass. And yeah. Season Pass three, fifty percent off. 999 on the PlayStation store. Season it's, Pass two, yeah. full price right now. <laughs> what do you on it's Steam so it's all it's all yeah. on sale. Uh what what are they doing? I don't understand. It's I'd like really to, be able to just buy it on PS
2: PlayStation, I was, but 'cause yeah, because I was looking at um when I was interested in um when I was playing Dungeon Fighter Duel uh-huh. Um, which I've still played some of it here and there. It's a fun game to to throw on and mess around with. Um, but I was like, you know, I should, um, what I should really do is play some Dragon Ball Fighters. And I saw, I ran into the exact same thing where like some of the DLCs on sale, some of it isn't. Thankfully I own the game already. But um, yeah, it's like, it feels like <laughs> I'm looking at it also right now where I guess I have the first pass for some mm-hmm. reason. It must've come in, a bundle and there's, or yeah there's a if you buy like the ultimate
0: or the fighters edition then it comes with the first season pass
2: yeah i think i had that's right for some reason i have the ultimate edition i'm pretty sure that it's probably on sale uh, it was probably it was either on sale or it was in some bundle or something because mm. very very occasionally and rarely places like humble bundle will have mm. um uh playstation games in the bundle so Yeah, that must be what it was. But anyway, I would like to get more into fighting games as well. Um, I'm really enjoying multiverses, so I'm kind of in that weird pocket of, like, what I should do is play more multiverses and get better at that game. But what I want to do is do the thing that I always do, and this is why I don't get very good at anything, any game, is... I want to go. Okay. Well, now, what if I played a little bit of Grand Blue Verses, and what if I played a little <laughs> bit of Dragon Ball, and what if I then played back, went back and played some multiverses? But um, yeah, I I would like to be able to, with as with a lot of things, I'd like to be able to develop a basic enough skill set at fighting games to be right. able to jump into a fighting game and play online and not be like mm-hmm. super good, but have fun at least yeah. against people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's enough skills that are transferable between fighting games that if i can get to that point with one of them then i, f- I can probably start to become a
0: i feel like it open. totally depends on like the type of game like arxis games i think that's true but if you try to go from like an arxis game to a mortal combat or like an injustice For sure. uh, it's just world i definitely different. think
2: i definitely opinion. think i've settled on liking anime fight arxis games in particular yeah. anime fighters i have looked at was looking at melty blood on pc kind of like <laughs> eh? Eh? um but that's definitely in the tradition of an arxis game so i think sure. that that's pretty transferable but at the same time all that said um i'm interested in what they've been showing of street fighter 6 i think it looks kind of cool and so that might be a one I that i'm interested in i've only out. seen
0: that first actual trailer where they had the open world stuff i don't Yeah, I have no idea what they've actually showed for I've been seeing some more. I guess they had some, like, gameplay at that Keely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, and it it looks... I think that the gameplay that they've showed recently looks a little bit... I can't even point to why, but it looks a little bit better than that initial trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the art style is not as weird. I thought it looked really weird. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, yeah. the, The first run. And it's... I think they've tuned it a little bit more or something i don't know maybe they're just showing different characters that look better when in it's like style.
0: or when it's in motion and like yeah when they're um, and
2: there's designed to be on a 2d
0: plane and you pull them out into a 3d plane they look weird but when they're in a 2d plane, they, they look okay I, I
2: saw this weird feature that's <laughs> stupid and i don't think i would want to play with it much but it's clever where they're doing this like adaptive commentary thing almost mm-hmm. like a sports game yeah where they have they've like contracted a bunch of casters yep. to record a bunch of 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 commentary and so you can turn it on and then while you're playing your matches yep you'll get this adaptive commentary like f- responding to how the match is going which is kind of fun i don't know that's clever uh, uh,
0: wrestling games have been doing it for forever so well okay <laughs>
2: that's a yeah but which wrestling be- games are at evo this year
0: <laughs> uh, I, I don't know <laughs>
2: uh, that that would be
0: very funny if they did a proper. Maybe the AEW game will be at Evo, and then the the people in the the top eight will all get to do wrestler entrances with music, and
2: yeah, can come yeah. out to their favorite wrestler uh, music. They uh, someone did stand up at that multiverses tournament last night in the front row of the crowd with, the, and it said on their they held up their phone and it said Walter White for multiverses. And that the commentary people were like, oh, we got gotten. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah. I did not even know Walter White was a WB property, but breaking yeah, bad, breaking, breaking Deep. bad, breaking bad. But yeah, all right. Well, we'll wrap it up there for this week. Thanks for joining me, uh, Allison and Pat. And thank you, listener, for joining us. You mm-hmm. can find mm-hmm. the podcast on Twitter at Fix Podcasts. And you can go to podchaser.com slash gamingfix to leave us a review or send us an email to gaming at with w- what fighting game you think should exist. That doesn't already. I-, I want an Arxis One Piece fighting game. That's what I want. They'll never make it, but they should. Maybe after this RPG comes out. There- there's so many
2: characters. Anyway. I feel like they will someday. They'll make a- them. Please. Make a- Yes,
1: mm-hmm. I feel like they should.
2: No, enough of know these know Musou games. games, but somebody'll make a One Piece a new One Piece fighting game that's like a I don't even know if I there's a One Piece sense. fighting game. I thought there was, but um either way, there the, there'll be there will for sure be a, another One Piece fighting game. I feel like every Absolutely. That is that that level gets one eventually. Just what? there's a f-
1: and one piece is still especially in japan like
2: oh
0: it's, money so, printer, it's so yeah they just broke another guinness world record or updated their world record for like most issues sold or whatever they just hit 100 volumes uh anyway that's enough about one piece you can find me andre cole aka the wet gamer aka your partner's favorite cosplay on twitter at cool c-o-o-l-s-l-4-w allison where can people find you
1: you can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y.
2: F hat. You can find me on Twitter at PJCPlays where I'm going to be pitching my fighting game idea, which is where you have cars fight each other. So, like Transformers? No.
0: Just How? the cars. Just cars fighting each other. Okay, what is like a McLaren's down... like down up... Or not da- down, it shoots punch, fire on down the
2: back. Punch. Okay. That's what. But, that's what McLaren, the McLaren. Does it like spin around? Fire. Does it like spin around? But sure. Okay. It's gotta like or do a donut. Shoots fire in, behind it.
0: And then you know, okay. You know. okay, but then what if the car is in front of it? Like okay, what about like uh, what it's about all about a what about positioning? What about a Bugatti's
2: side kick? Um, it drives forward and hits the other car. Okay. Uh, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs>
0: well we'll am going to put this in a in this podcast on a cassette tape and mail it to myself so we can uh, copyright yeah. that idea
1: <laughs>
0: alright well thank you for joining us we'll be back next week with another episode stay wet gamers.